Welcome back. It's time to talk gardening and as always, delighted to be joined by Alton Nesbeth. Good morning to you, Alton. Good morning, Fran. Good to talk to you today. It's a rather miserable day out there for sure, Alton. It is, um, but you know what? I love this time of year because, um, uh, especially in the fruit garden, uh, we've had such a bumper crop of fruit this year from all all, all fruits, really from apples, pears mm. and plums. And really, um, they were laden to, with, with fruit. But at this time of year, it's a good time now to start uh, pruning back any of the, the, the fruit trees or even the fruit bushes as well. Because um, once you harvested your, your apples or pears, it's a, it's a good time to start um, tidying them up, really, um, coming into the autumn time. So really, um, things like um, with, with the apple trees, is trying, trying to promote more uh, fruit spurs on the fruit trees as much as possible. So by doing pruning now, um, you will create that to happen and, and also giving them a, a high potash feed at this time, time of the year. So really, when I, when I look at a tree, I always want to have a nice kind of an umbrella shape um, on it as, as much as possible and not, not too tall either. You want to be able to, um, without climbing up onto the tree, to, to harvest it. So it's just a matter of standing and, and picking the fruit. So what you're going to try and do is try and form an umbrella shape as much as possible on all the fruit trees and um, so it's easier to harvest your fruit and as well as by doing that even by um if, even if you bend back any of the long vegetative growths mm. from the top of the tree bend them back that will force it to produce fruit, more fruit spurs on it by almost tying the, the branches back to the main stem almost uh, the bending them back to to, to, to form these uh, fruit spurs on it or also even any of the really tall um trees that have, have a lot of vegetative growth on them what i tend to do is prune them back and prune them back pretty hard, um, nearly to four buds from the main stem. This will force it to produce lovely fruit spurs at, at the top of the tree as well. Um, and uh, it, it makes it much more compact in habit and, and, and better better cropping then by, by doing that. Any of, the, any of the branches that are either broken or damaged, uh, remove them as well. Uh, cut out any any dead or, or, or old timber that's on it. Um, and also anything that has any canker on it. Now, canker is a kind of a disease that attacks a lot of fruit trees. Um, it's almost like a cancer that, yes. it, that eats, eats, eats in, in the tree. So really what you want to do is to cut out as much of that as possible. And use a thing called an arbrex, uh heal and seal paint uh, on any of the wounds uh, on the branches. And that will seal um, uh, the wound quite well. And it stops the canker from spreading further into the tree. So that um, you'll have a good healthy tree um, during the um, springtime and therefore plenty of flowers then to produce mm. um, and therefore more fruit. Now, uh, when the tree is completely dormant as well, when, when they go into a kind of a, a dormant state, when the leaves are gone off it as well, it's a good idea to spray them with a thing called a winter wash. And um, this gets rid of any lichen or algae or moss that tends to have, uh, uh, go onto it um, at this time of the year. Mm. So you really you want to keep it nice and clean. It's winter uh, wash, you said, Alton, was it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a winter tar oil wash. Yes. Now, so it's a, it's a spray that you put onto the tree that keeps it lovely and clean. So you don't get any algae or lichen moss growing on the trees. Because I always I find when it gets kind of darker in the evenings and that you, you often get an awful lot of moss or algae growing uh, on, on your trees and even on the, the ornamental trees as well, you'll find that. But always spray that when they're completely dormant, when the leaves are gone off them, um, it's the best time to do it. But again, it's a good time to mulch around all your fruit trees as well. Um, either to use uh, farmyard manure or even... Uh, kind of a bark mulch just around the base of the trees to keep it lovely and clean. And 
also feed with the sulphate of potash just a fistful around each tree mm-hmm. just to promote more flowers I- I- in the tree as well. If you find the trees are very um, rusty or there's a kind of a, a rust on the foliage, uh, a magnesium salt is a good thing to feed them as well. This just gives them more disease resistance to kind of rusts and funguses that may be attacking the trees as well. Now, I mean, I've never seen that this year has been particularly good for fruit. Um, uh, the amount of pears and, and plums and even even um, apples that have been produced because it was so mild. Um, a lot of fruit trees, if if they're in a very exposed area and if they get a late frost, it tends to burn off the flowers quite quite easily. So a lot of fruit trees are much better planted in in um, a sheltered area, especially the pears. The pears and the plums are probably one of the first ones to come into flower. So it's a good idea is to have those planted near either a wall or even in amongst other trees. And that protects them from any, any hard frost once the flowers come on it. Um, pears are, are, are nice, nice going up against a, a lovely wall, a hot wall. And that, and that um, um, encourages them to fruit an awful yes. lot better for you. Um, Pears, a, very, a good variety, a self-pollinated variety, a conference pear is probably the best one to go for. Um, or, or even the um, Victoria plum is a lovely self-pollinating variety as well. And they're quite heavy cropping um, uh, variety good. of fruit trees. Lots, lots of questions coming in for you, uh, if you would, Alton. Can I divide a rhubarb stool? And if so, when? Uh, you can. Um, now, the leaves are dying back on, on the rhubarb. Um, and it's very important to allow it to die back naturally as much as possible. Um, uh, remove any any um, old stems or uh, leaves that are on it um, that, that are, are completely died back. And then uh, lift and divide. And always uh, take the outer eyes um, from the rhubarb stool. Because the, the centre of the rhubarb stool is generally dead, the, the centre part of it, so it's the outer eyes that you want. Um, so you, you lift and divide those. Now use a sharp spade. Uh, to, to divide them and always keep the eyes when you're transplanting them above the soil so I mean have them kind of planted proudly uh, above the soil so that they're not, not too deeply deeply planted this um, keeps the crown above the soil so that then it, it um, uh, produces plenty of um, uh, stems for you now with rhubarb you really tend to leave them for the first year to let them build up enough energy uh, and strength then that you can harvest next year the, the following year afterwards um, to harvest from them. So leave them for the first year without harvesting and then um, harvest the, the second year afterwards. Um, rhubarb is quite good Good to grow. Timberly early is, is a very good variety to grow. Um, it's quite a vigorous one. Um, if you find that the stems are a little bit thin, sometimes what happens is that there, there's a lack of ammonia. So even if you put down the sulphate of ammonia at the base of the stools after transplanting them, that gives them much more vigour and um, more better better foliage and, and better stems. Another listener wondering if if Griselenia is suitable to grow near a fence in my back garden, could you recommend something that doesn't grow very high and can be easily maintained? So Griselenia? Yeah, Griselenia is a lovely hedge. Um, now, it does tend to... It, it's quite a, quite a lovely full hedge, um, but it does. it is frost-sensitive. Every couple of years, mm. um, say every, every 10 or 20 years, we do get a severe frost. It does uh, kill them or cut them back down to ground level. So you really have to, to, to think about that. So Griselinia Escalonia are the two kind of evergreen hedges that are, are lovely for, for a low hedge um, because um, the Griselinia has that lovely light green colour, but the 
Paris Colonia has that lovely uh, and mass of uh, an abundance of flowers on it, uh, which are particularly nice. Um, but really, they are both uh, frost sensitive. Other hedges that are a little bit, bit harder or more hardier um, to grow and and they're, they're quite a low hedge are the lovely and barbuses. I love the the barbus um, uh, barbus from Burgey Orchipurpurea. It's quite a lovely purple hedge and, and it's quite dense as well. It's not an evergreen, but it's, it's, it has lovely foliage right through the whole summer. Uh, that lovely plum foliage that, that comes out. And then at this time of the year, it's a fantastic autumn colour from it as well. So um, things like that are, that are a little bit hardier uh, are, are quite grow. Euonymus, Euonymus um, uh, europaeus uh, or Euonymus um, uh, 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 emerald of gold or silver queen are actually nice as a hedge as well. Yes, uh, the frost hit us very hard with our Griselinia some years ago. It really does devastate uh, the hedge, that's for sure. Um, somebody else wants to ask you if uh, you would recommend lifting echinacea plants for the winter because I lost all of my plants last year and I'm wondering what is the best for the new ones? Well, echinacea, they're, they're generally quite an easy thing to grow. Um, they're, they're a lovely daisy type um, herbaceous perennial uh, that come up. Now, really, what I would tend to do is, is mix in a silica sand where you're planting them. Uh, they, they do like good drainage. Um, because if, if it becomes too waterlogged and if it freezes on it, it, it tends to rot the stems. So if you add silica sand when, you, when, you, when you're uh, putting them into the ground, um, that, that uh, helps uh, to keep them, keep them alive very well for you. Um, always plant them um, in a good sunny position as well full sun if at all possible because the flowers get quite tall and, and, and they're, they're quite good display on them um, they need full sun uh, to, to yes. develop really well um, and, always, and really um, during the really very cold weather or what I tend to do is I, I just mulch everything I, I mulch all the herbaceous plants um, during the winter months so January, February, March is to, to uh, do either farmyard manure mulch around the plants um, so that that gets, protects them from any, any severe frost as well. It's amazing the amount, even if you put a couple of inches of farm of muir or even bark mulch um, uh, at the base of the plants, that protects them, uh, the stems from any, any severe frost damage. Mm-hmm. Um, echinaceas, rebeccas, um, um, even the uh, chrysanthemums and things like that, they grow quite easily if you mulch around them. All right, just a final quick one, if you would. You were talking about fruit trees earlier on. The right time to sow a new apple tree, one of our listeners wants to know. Again, this is a great time to do that. And um, coming in, into the autumn time, um, there's there's lovely varieties that you, that you can grow. Um, and and really with apples, it's a good thing to do is is to have uh, two two other varieties really, so you get good um, pollination. Mm. On them, so I mean, there's lovely one. Uh, the the orange pippin is a lovely deep red apple, a very sweet apple, um, a golden delicious or catcher. Uh, they're good, three good varieties to to um, uh, cross cross pollinate together with. Um, so really, and sometimes even if you have, you can buy apple trees that will have two varieties on them, uh, which is quite good as well. Uh, so you can have, have two okay. different varieties on, on, on the one stem so you get good pollination. If you do have problems with, with your fruits or trees not producing fruit, uh, is to use, use an, an ornamental crab apple tree. Uh, and crab apples are, are, have a much longer flowering period so really, they're quite good as, as cross-pollinating for uh, uh, um, uh, other uh, other apple trees. And um, so something like um, uh, the golden hornet apple, uh, 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 crab apple tree is quite good, or, or malastandoni. 
All right, yeah. Alton, thank you so much for that and a happy gardening to you and thank you very much indeed, uh, the great uh, Alton Nesbitt there. That's it for me. Emma produced Tally, looks after our content. Stephen's on the way with the Time Tunnel and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.